Being a new mom is hard. We get it. It's easy to feel alone, but we know that's never how God intended it. So we want to welcome you to The Motherhood. If you need professional parenting advice, clinically proven data, or study-based evidence, please let us know where to find it. Because here at The Motherhood, we focus on sharing experiences, offering encouragement and understanding, but most importantly, friendship. We're here to do motherhood together. Welcome everybody to The Motherhood. I am Bethany. And I'm Riley. And we are so glad that you're listening today. Just a bit of housekeeping before we jump into the episode. We have officially moved our upload day from Tuesday to Wednesday. So we are now posting on Wednesday mornings as opposed to Tuesday mornings. We just kind of found with our data and stuff that listeners were jumping in on Wednesday more often than they were on Tuesday. So Just make a mental note to go ahead and listen to a new episode every Wednesday, but wanted to check that off our list before we jumped into today's episode, which is all about Bluey. (laughs) Not really, but can we just talk about real quick how good of a show Bluey is? I love Bluey. Indy is not to the point yet where she will sit down and watch a TV show, but I have selfishly put it on so many times because I want to watch it. I know. I feel like it's more for like adults than it is kids or it's at least a good balance right and like I love how it's entertaining for children but the parents too because like you know like you put on like silly little shows that like the parents truly have no like entertainment from it's nice to be able to sit down and watch a show with a child and genuinely like it like the show not even just the quality time yeah so Riley and I both have multiple times talked about the episode Baby Race. Mm-hmm. So if you, I guess, aren't familiar with Bluey or haven't seen the episode, basically it's just an episode about kind of that um, like competition, that kind of like unspoken competition between moms even about mm-hmm. their baby's milestones, like walking and crawling and talking and kind of that like, well, my baby's not walking mm-hmm. yet, but hers is or whatever. And in the episode, they call that the baby race. Which is so, I love that. And like, I love the way that she's explaining it to the children. We will, we'll have to link this one. It is so good. It's seven minutes long. I don't care how old your child is. Take the time to watch this because it's just, oh, it gets you right in the feels. I, I admittedly before the episode went back and watched it again because I was like, I feel like I need just a refresher. I literally Um, tear up at the end. I don't want to spoil it. It kind of, we will spoil a little bit. So if you don't want it to be spoiled, go ahead and pause us. Click the link, watch, watch the video, it. and then come back. Yeah. But um, we actually had a couple different things in our life that kind of happened almost simultaneously, like back to back to back, yeah. that kind of like led to this episode happening. So this episode happened, mm-hmm. and we were like, oh my gosh, we have to talk about this. And then on top of that, you shared a post with me on Facebook, yeah. nope, Instagram. <laughs> Bethany and I always have a text conversation going, an Instagram yep. conversation going. A Facebook going. messenger chat, <laughs> All <too>. different <laughs> topics. Anyways, it's like literally she'll be texting me like something deep and like, you know, like mental health and then yeah. also sending me a funny reel. So yeah, it's like. Yeah. I love it. I love it anyways. so much. So yes, then we, we'd been seeing posts and stuff, specifically yep. that one post, which we will talk about. And then also we were together this weekend on kind of like a little mini vacay, a little mini weekend out with our family and we've been trying to take trips with our friends for a long time and we can never make them work and then this random weekend we're like hey do you want to spontaneously go on this trip and the spontaneous one works out i know i know right and it was so wonderful so wonderful um 
But we find ourselves, we found ourselves multiple times kind of having this conversation even between the two of us about our own kids of like, oh my gosh, like I can't believe she's already saying that or doing that. And I feel like my daughter's not doing that yet. So even between the two of us on a weekend out, we found ourselves kind of in, not in that comparison trap, but in that like baby race of life. So we were like, we definitely need to do an episode all about this. Yep. Because if we feel this way, I know we're not alone. And I yeah. think we're in the minority to voice it, especially yeah. to each other. Yeah. Um. So I guess let's just jump right into the nitty gritty. I guess the baby race is just technically baby development yeah. and reaching yeah. their milestones and who's doing what when. I know that when we go to the pediatrician, we are given a packet mm-hmm. and you have to like check off what your child is doing or like, I think you rate it on a scale of like never to always. Yeah. And so it's yeah. like never, what is it? Like never unusual, sometimes likely or always yeah, something, something like you, you get it. Yeah. Um, like a one to five situation. And I know that when I'm going through her checklist, like even when there's nobody to compare it to, when I'm looking at that, I'm like... Yeah. She doesn't do that. Yeah. And then I panic because I'm like, I'm sure that they put some things in there that they shouldn't be doing yet yeah. just to see if they're doing things ahead. I have air quotes because please know that all of this timeline we talk about is so relative. Like yeah. it's like a loose guide as you will find out from this episode. Mm-hmm. But like even within myself, I'll see things like that. There's not even a real person to compare to. And I'm like, yeah. are we hitting the mark? Are yeah. we... Because yeah. I feel like we measure our success as moms on our kids hitting the milestones. Yeah. And it's always like the physical stuff, which is, I guess, you know, from a medical perspective, you know, the most obvious type of thing to like be able to measure your child's development. But, you know, it's always like, yeah, are they walking yet? Are they crawling yet? And even in like conversations, even with strangers, you know, there's always those typical questions you ask of like, oh, like when did they start walking or are they walking yet? Have they started food yet? Or, you know, like mm-hmm. it's just like one of those topics that always come up and about, you know, their milestones and stuff, but it's always kind of like the physical stuff and not like, you know, there's no focus on like necessarily their personalities or stuff, which I'm getting ahead of myself. We'll kind of talk about that. But yeah, I feel like it's just always those like physical attributes that. But it's so frustrating. Because it's typically, like, developmental like that. But, like, okay, let's look at it this way. Ayla is shorter than Indy. Mm -hmm. I have never thought, oh, my gosh, I'm overfeeding Indy. Why is she so tall? Why is she taller (laughs) than Ayla? And you've never looked at Ayla and thought, why is she shorter than Indy? Because height varies, and we never doubt that. But for some reason, with all these other, like, developmental skills, we do. And it's, it's crazy. Yeah. And I guess, why do you think... Like, why do you think as moms we struggle with that so much? Or, like, why do we – like, knowing that every kid is different and every kid grows different, like you just said, like, it's normal for one kid to be taller than the next. Like, why do you think we as moms, like, I guess struggle so much with that developmental race? I think – that's a deep question. I think it has a lot to do with the fact that, like, as untrue as I think – or as I know this is, I think we think – we're doing something wrong. Like if, you know, Indy isn't saying as many words as say our friend's baby, I'm like, am I not talking to her enough? Are we not reading enough? What can I do to get Mm -hmm. Indy saying more? And that's, you know, the opposite with like fine motor. I'm going to be totally vulnerable here. That was a concern of mine because Indy would not crawl until 11 months. And Ayla crawled so early. And that's the crazy thing. Even as friends. Yeah. I'm comparing babies, not 
because one of us needs to win, mm-hmm. so to speak. But because I'm like, I saw Archer crawl really young mm-hmm. and I saw Ayla crawl really young. And so when Indy wasn't, I was like, what are we not doing right? Am yeah. I holding her too much? Am yeah. I creating a monster? Like, yeah. And I was so afraid that I was making her too clingy to me. Indy crawled at 11 months and she walked at 12. Yeah. So like yeah. it... And now she walks and crawls and gets around just fine. But, like, in that season, I really struggled with that. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I think it's because in some capacity, I'm like, I feel like I did something wrong. And I think that's where it comes from. And it's so not a right or wrong. It's just a matter of babies are going to do what they're going to do when they're going to do it. Yeah, and that's exactly what happens in the episode. Like, um... Oh, yeah, let's recap the episode a little bit. Um, So it's called... Chili, right? That's the mom's name. Yeah, will you say it again because I cut you off. Chili. Chili is the mom's name. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what she says. Like, the episode starts where, like, you know, that kind of shows examples of when Bluey was a baby and her other little baby friends. And, you know, Bluey hadn't, wasn't walking yet, mm-hmm. but all her other baby friends were. And I think Bluey was even, like, crawling, but she only crawled backwards or something. It was super cute. But in the episode, Chili, like, is telling the story to Bluey. And she's like, it just made me felt she literally says like I thought I was doing something wrong mm-hmm. and she said it made me feel like a bad mom and she kind of like ends up not going to the mommy day out things anymore because she's kind of like ashamed and that's like, where she she's doing like, the comparison yeah. it's she's like like a mommy and me and yes. she's watching all these babies in her mind run circles around hers yeah yeah and so I, I think that just like literally pinpoints it for us as moms. You know, I don't think it's a matter of like you said, like competition, like, oh, I want my child to be better than yours. It's just like, I think it's so easy for us when we see a child doing something our kid is not. We're like, okay, so our immediate thought is always, what am I supposed to be doing that I'm not? Right. You know, it's always, okay, so there must be something I'm forgetting to do, mm-hmm. but like, I guess here I am trying to think, like, how do we not immediately go to those thoughts of, like, always assuming that it's us doing something wrong and not just the natural course of development, you know? Right. And to continue with that episode, at the end, you know, Chili does stop going to that mommy and me thing, and she's sitting on her porch steps watching Bluey play in the yard, and a mom from the group walks up and sits down beside her, and Chili is just, like, super vulnerable, Mm -hmm. and she's like... I forget what exactly she says, yeah. but she's basically complimenting the other mom. And in that moment, the mom says, what does she say? I have seven or eight. Yeah, she, or says, like, she shows a picture of like all her nine puppies and Chili's like, oh, I thought you only had one. I thought this was your, your first. first. And which is like easy to like in the episode, I think Chili kind of sees how this baby is developing so mm-hmm. well. And then Chili's like, wow, like you must really know your stuff. Right. kind of thing. Yeah. And then the mom says, she kind of laughs, but then she's like, hey, you're doing great. And she says that to Chili. And I think she tears up. And if episode. you're a mom, you tear up too <laughs> yeah. because you get it. And like, I think that was such a like profound moment in the show because yeah. number one, it's a mom supporting a mom, which yep. we love here. But number two, I feel like in that moment, Chili realizes, like, oh my gosh, I'm racing this lady who is not even in, she's not. The same field, the exactly, same run. Exactly, exactly. You know, yeah, race like, as me. <laughs> and so it's, you know, you've heard, I'm sure you've heard the phrase run your own race. Yeah. But, like, it's it's so true. Like, you're comparing yourself to someone who's playing a totally different game than you. And yeah. maybe even if you are in your first, like, there's so many different things that happen in our lives that make our races so different. Yeah. And also just to speak to like, 
you never know what a family is going through or doing. Like you might just see their child walking and you're like, okay, again, what's wrong with me? But Mm -hmm. like, again, like Chili didn't know that this mom had multiple kids. She had no clue. She was just kind of assuming this was her first, but like she didn't know the rest of their life and like, you know, that she had already raised all these kids. So, you know, even that one child's environment is going to be totally different like growing up around siblings and stuff like that can affect their development and things like that so just also to say that you never know what someone's life looks like right also I would never diminish the power of just telling a mom she's doing a good job no I know like never like I'm always like an advocate or whatever for like just saying that anytime you can to a mom because You never know. She might be having a really hard day and that might be exactly what she needs to hear. Right. Let me say this too real quick. I also compare even within my own children. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, we talk about like seeing a friend's kid or whatever. And I'm like, I find myself doing that even between both of my kids. Like I'm like, Archer was a really early walker. Ayla was a really late walker, you know. So I think it's easy to even do it between your own children and you know, okay, I didn't really like raise them any differently. Mm -hmm. So... But I sometimes even worry, like, you know, we were talking about this this weekend. Like, I see how much Indy is talking and all her little hand motions she's doing and stuff. And I'm like, Ayla doesn't do that. And immediately I'm like, kind of like you said, do I need to be singing to her more? Do I need to be, like, conversing with her more? Do I not read her enough books? But... I, and then I start to think, is it because she's my second child? Like, am I not paying enough attention to her like I did with Archer? You know, like, I think it's just, there's all those things that kind of, like, can feed into your head of thinking, again, what am I doing wrong? But do you know what we both do that I'm kind of realizing in this moment and that is probably not good? I'll be mm-hmm. honest and vulnerable here. Yeah. We both diminish or we both minimize our child's strengths mm-hmm. to make the other feel better. Because yeah. when you comment on indie speech and gestures, yeah. I'm like, oh, well, you know, it's because I do screen time and yeah. Miss Rachel yeah. does this song and those are the yeah. gestures she does. So yeah. I do them with her and like I bash myself. Yeah. And or I'm like, oh, yeah, but Ayla crawled super early. Yeah. And you're like, well, Ayla was watching Archer. She didn't have a choice. Like, yeah. And again, I know that that's rooted in us supporting the yeah, other yeah, and like yeah. trying, to, trying make to make them, them feel, feel better. better. <laughs> but yeah. Think about that, too, because, like, again, not to make every mom feel bad because, like, yeah. that's not the goal of this. But, like, we do that. But even, yeah, like, to just take the compliment or say thank you and be because like, you do work so hard with her and you're so intentional with her. Right. And I and try to remind you of that all the time, that you really do such a good job with her. And to just be like, you know what, thank you. But even still maybe to be like, but, hey, you're doing a good job, too. You know? Right. Like, and you can say thank you, you're doing a good job too without bashing the effort you took to get there or without minimizing your child's strength, I guess. Yeah. Because the same thing with you, like you were always running around with those kids Mm. and Ayla has always been like so like content and like (laughs) just, but but that's the thing. Like it's because like you work with them and like with their sleep and stuff, like it's not just luck of the draw that your kids do those things. It's, you know, you doing what you need to do on your end and so it's, it's kind of both, yeah. you know, it's one of those things where it's like, you have to work to get these things to happen, but it's also not a reflection yes. if you aren't getting the results that you feel like you should be. Exactly. And I think, I think maybe one thing that could help us just with not immediately always thinking, what am I doing wrong? Is like taking those compliments yep. and like saying like, you know, like being like, thank you for noticing or like, yeah, but like, yeah, I've 
I've been working, you know, like just maybe it's that confidence boost yep. that we need rather than just being like quick to kind of patch the hole on someone else, like just well, being like, you know what? Thank you. Thank you. It's the people pleaser, yeah. you know, yeah. because it's Maybe like, other moms do do that and we just don't. Well, it's like when you say, you know, Indy has a great vocabulary or I can see her, you know, speech is great or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. That's not saying, I wish Ayla did it better. Yeah. That's saying, hey, I see something your child's doing, and that's really cool. Yeah, yeah. And I know sometimes I find myself, you know, we've talked a lot about the physical milestones and stuff like that, but I'm guilty of even, like, comparing personality and, like, Mm. personality types and traits within my own kids and with other people's children. Because I would say Archer's maybe kind of, like, middle ground in terms of, like, being outgoing, like... Mm -hmm. He still has his moments where, you know, he doesn't really feel like talking to other people or, you know, wants to hang out by mama. But then he can also just like walk into a room and find an older kid and make friends or just kind of be comfortable being out on his own. Right. Um, But sometimes I'll see like either end of that spectrum and see a kid who's like super outgoing and like talking to everybody and just, you know, is like doesn't care where his parents sound like he's okay being by himself. Or you might have kids who are a little bit more reserved and um, shy, for lack of a better word. Um, and I find myself on either end of that spectrum being like, like, okay, like, should my child be more reserved? Or like, should he be more outgoing? And like, just I have to remind myself that it's okay for every child to not have the same personality as right. my kid. It's okay if there's a child who is more reserved. That doesn't mean there's anything wrong with them. It's okay if there's a child who's way more outgoing. Again, that doesn't mean there's anything wrong or right about them either. So I was just going to quickly add that I find myself doing that even with like personality traits. And I always have to remind myself like it's okay for kids to have different personalities from my kid and my kid to have a different personality from other kids. I think it's hard because now that you mention it, I'm definitely guilty of the same. And it's not that I want to change anything about Indy. And I know you don't with your kids either. Mm -hmm. But what comes to mind for me is, I think I've mentioned before, Indy is a hard nut to crack. Like you have Mm -hmm. to work so hard to get a smile out of her. She is so curious and serious. And she is goofy, but... Typically, in social settings, especially new situations and new people she's not familiar with, she's a lot more, um, I'm just going to say serious. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And people will come up to her and, like, you know, try to get her to smile in public like strangers, and she doesn't give them the time of day. Like, she'll cling to me and kind of look at them like, Mm -hmm. who are you? And luckily, people don't usually take that to offense. But um, I've noticed myself being like... Why aren't you just a little bit I wish happier? She was, yeah, I wish like, she was more smiling but, or whatever. But what I'm wishing on her is essentially that she'd people please. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, ooh, I don't want her to get that the at cycle. all. cycle! <laughs> you know, and I think my reason for it, and maybe you can relate to this, is I just want people to like her. Yeah. I don't want yeah. people to be out in public. Like, I mean, she is like, I think she's the best thing since sliced bread. Yeah. So I don't want to go out in public and people think she's a little bratty yeah. baby yeah. who... Yeah isn't social and isn't you know like and it's it almost reminds me of in a way our discipline episode when we just talk about there's kind of more that pressure you put we put on ourselves for our kids like we don't want to be embarrassed by our children in a sense you know like when we talked about throwing temper tantrums or stuff so we kind of respond to them in a way that you know might reflect our own feelings of embarrassment but Mm -hmm. it's like 
not rooted in the right thing, you know, where I, I mean, that's like a revelation. I'm like even thinking about I'm doing the same thing with like, you know, Archer and Ayla and like wanting them to do these things. But it's like, yeah, am I like pushing my people pleasing efforts on them? And I don't want to do that. Right. Like so in a social was, setting, because yeah. Archer is very outgoing. I'll be forward and say that. <laughs> um, I think especially because Indy can be more reserved until she warms up. Yeah. I think they're kind of opposites in that way. But I've noticed that like when he goes into a room, it's like curiosity and he yeah. wants to explore and like you don't want to hold him back yeah. and be yeah. like, hey, come sit by mommy, sit still, be still. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, sometimes there's a social pressure to do that. And yeah. it's, you don't want to have the kid out in public that people are like, oh, where's his mother? But it's like, yeah. no, if you knew this child and you yeah. knew that he's just curious and exploring, like yeah. that's what makes it so hard is, yeah. you know, moms are each other's biggest cheerleaders and also the people who can bring us down the most yeah it's so true okay i think we have a few more points just to wrap this episode up i am going to share a post that i think kind of really is one of our main kind of takeaways or summaries and this is from an instagram account called raising well kids if you don't follow them already you should it's a good one i'm so i'm literally just going to read this word from word because i don't want to summarize it and leave anything out um so the author says she gets asked these questions all the time like how old are your kids can they read can they write can they swim by themselves so just a quick add in here that you know we have young toddlers but that comparison that baby race doesn't end when they're babies you know it gets to can they read can they write can they do this and I mean even through like young adulthood it's like what's your kid going to school for what are their grades what what activities are they doing so y'all just run your own race but anyway (laughs) she said she gets asked those questions all the time And so she responds this way. She says, whether I answer this question as a yes or a no, there's going to be someone out there comparing their child to mine. And I think we've become so obsessed with upholding children to these benchmarks to define their progress through childhood. And parents feel an immense pressure for their kids to keep up with other kids. My children's or any other children's progress has no bearing on how our kiddos are doing. I don't want to ever feed into these comparative cycles, and we as a family don't put much weight on any of those metrics. But what I will say is that they're five and seven, and they're the most beautiful little souls, both obsessed with bugs, insects, all animals. They're kind, compassionate, and will fiercely protect living things on this earth. They aren't afraid of anything. They speak up for themselves, and they take care of the ones they love. They understand body autonomy and metrics of health. They are incredibly social, confident, and have a deep understanding and respect for people of different cultures, races, and religions. They love big. And these are the kind of measurements of success we've set as values in our family. I love that. (laughs) Mic drop. But I think that is so, I guess, profound. Yeah. That's my word of this podcast, I guess. But I just feel like, we put so much attention in the wrong areas because at the end of the day, I don't care. Like, especially when I come at it from a teacher standpoint, I don't know who in that classroom walked first. I don't know who crawled first. I don't know who said the most words by the time they were three. I don't know, you know, who was a preemie. I don't know Mm -hmm. who had breast milk, who had Mm -hmm. formula. I don't know who baby let you get the point. Yeah. What I do know is when a child feels a certain way in the classroom, who goes and comforts them? Who has manners? Yeah. Like, these are the things that really matter and honestly get noticed by people. Yeah. Because 
in the future, when we're sitting down talking about our kids, we're never going to be like, you remember when Ayla walked at six months and Indy took to 11? Yeah. Okay, just making sure, you know, like, <laughs> it's only applicable in this season, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I think just, again, we put so much pressure on those, like, physical things. And, like, we were just kind of saying, like, even when you get to middle school, high school, it's, yeah, it's like, what grades are they making? What activities are they doing? But it's never, like, how does your child love other people? Mm-hmm. Or even us as parents, how are we teaching our children and setting the example for our children to love people and respect people and like, you know, even just enjoy the earth and things like that. But yet we put so much pressure on being like, all right, let's get you walking. Let's get you crawling. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, let's get you doing all these activities or whatever. Same thing in school. Like, dude, you've got to get your grade up. You're making a B minus. Okay. But what's this kid's soul like? Yeah. Who are they on the inside? You know, like, I don't know. I just think we have it skewed, and I say we, like, all across the board. Yeah, yeah. Like, we just put, I guess, measurement. First of all, there shouldn't be measurement, but, like, we weigh the wrong things, I guess. Yeah, and maybe just shifting that, you know, that focus and that, like, I love what she says, like, these are the values that we set in our Mm -hmm. family, and so, like, I'm trying to think of how, you know, she said she doesn't want to feed into that comparative trap. Like, so I guess, you know, me in my mind, I'm like, so how do you – how do you respond without feeding into that comparison trap? And maybe and that kind you, of loops back to what we were talking about earlier. But when you catch yourself there, yeah. are there some steps that we can take to stop? Yeah. Like, I know it almost makes me uncomfortable when someone even compliments Indy's development. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're like, I, I don't know what to say. Or yeah, what, yeah. Yeah. And I don't want for Indy's win to make someone else feel like it's a loss. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think. As cheesy as this is, I am queen of notes in my phone. Yeah, yeah. And so I think maybe even just having a document of all your kids' positive characteristics. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I hate to do that. Like, oh, when I get down, I have to look at the good that you do. But yeah, you know yeah, what I yeah. mean, though. It's but like, reminding yourself, reminding yourself of whenever, you know, like if you find yourself in that baby race and feeling like you're losing the mm-hmm. race or whatever, like just be like, as an example, you know, I, Ayla walked very late and so just being like okay but but she is so playful she is you know just so happy she radiates you know, joy yeah and is easy going and that's not to say that if your child doesn't do these things again they're any less but like you're reminding a you list yeah, reminding the, yes. yourself like of those other values mm-hmm. which can hold more weight than when they end up walking in life and even to have note of like so for example indy crawled really late but she crawled yeah yeah so it's even like further proof of like she literally did everything she was supposed to do i think even in the bluey episode bluey's like or bluey or bingo or something like is like yeah bingo's like so did bluey ever learn to walk (laughs) like and you know she's like yes yes she did so it's like most children eventually get there you know like so just kind of reminding yourself of that too and yeah, I guess just kind of being intentional about, you know, not to put the pressure on us even more, but like not feeding into that baby race like mm-hmm. mentality and just reminding and encouraging other moms that they really are doing a good job and even helping other moms shift that focus, you and, know. Because honestly, I mean, I hate to say this, but honestly, it's a mental discipline. Yeah. Because I don't have a, I mean, other than maybe a list that could help you, like I don't have a magic fix for the situation I still struggle with it myself but 
to mentally understand that this is literally an attack from the enemy. Yeah. Because yeah. that's not something God sends us. He doesn't send us comparison like that, like in a shameful, yeah. um, you know, way. But it's attack. It's not yeah. true. And just having the discipline and mental strength to speak truth into yourself. Yeah. And even if you don't necessarily believe it, maybe you have some affirmations in your phone. I'm yeah. a good mom. My yeah. child is developing. I love her x y or z yeah, you know like yeah, yeah and even just to verbally say them like unfortunately so much in motherhood is a mental discipline yeah i okay this is uh, should i go down this tangent take Do it I go down this tangent i feel like we need to wrap this up it's already tangenty enough but it makes me think of actually our bible study homework that we mm. recently did but it talks about anytime i guess you're kind of like in doubt or like you know you find yourself sinning and you're discouraged because of your sin and all this stuff like our study bringing in scripture talks about how you should rather than like focusing on your sin and like dwelling there focus on God and like focus on the things that he's done in your life and you know the ways that he's provided for you and been there for you like shift that focus don't just dwell on your sin, shift it to, okay, but what has God done for me? And even the fact of like, well, God has rescued me and saved me from this. So it was kind of bringing that into the baby race and of like, instead of like maybe dwelling in either I'm not good enough or what am I doing wrong or my child's not walking yet, focus on what your child is doing and what even you do really well as a mother to kind of shift that focus rather than dwelling in that like, I'm not good enough, dwell in, well, look at what I really am good at or whatever. Yeah. And I mean, even just to give it to him to pray and be like, God, I'm struggling with this. I don't know why I can't shake it. Yeah. Please take it from me. Yeah. You know, like you can come to him with anything and that includes developmental comparison. That is right on. Okay. So to finally and actually wrap this episode (laughs) up, the last thing we want to just talk about is kind of how the episode ends, which is like, we'll leave you in tears if you haven't already cried the whole episode, but I think at the end, um, Chili, Bluey, and Bingo are all talking. And, um, you know, Bingo just asked the question, so did Bluey end up walking? And she's like, yes, yes, I actually think she ended up walking in the kitchen. Um, And Bluey's like, why did I walk in the kitchen, Mom? And it kind of does this flashback where Bluey stands up, Chili's, like, washing the dishes. With her back to Bluey. Yeah, and you kind of see... Bluey's hands like reaching up and grabbing towards her mom like she wants her mom and so she walks to her mom and you see like Chili tearing up and crying at the end of it and so all that I feel like I have goosebumps already but all that to say our children see us as good enough our children don't sit there and say mom you're not doing this this and this they want us and they love us and Again, they're the ones walking and crawling to you because they just love you so much and they're not ever thinking, you're a bad mom, you're not doing enough. And that last line of Chili's eyes swelling with tears and Bluey, her first steps being to her mama. And it's um, the little sister, Bingo's, you hear her voice because Bluey's asking, you know, what made her walk or whatever. And her little voice says, maybe you just saw something you wanted. Yeah. And it was her mom. She doesn't know how to her mom. Uh, so yes. if you don't have anyone else telling you, yes. let us be the ones to say mm-hmm. you are doing great. Do not measure your success on what your child is or mm-hmm. is not doing. 
Um, easier said than done, we know, but more than anything, just know you're not alone here. Yes, and you are enough, and you're doing enough for those sweet little babies in your life. So we hope this episode was an encouragement to you. Again, if you have not watched that episode, go watch it, maybe late at night with a glass of wine or something and a fluffy blanket and just cry yourself into a hole of love and then keep <laughs> a watching big puddle of emotion. Yeah, the other bluey episodes because it's great. Maybe we'll do just another episode that's just all things bluey because that would just be fun and I would love that. So We guess we will catch you guys next week. Bye, guys. Thanks for taking the time out of your busy day to listen to us, friend. If you felt encouraged by what you heard, please consider giving us a review wherever you listen to your podcast. Unless you hated it, because like your mom always said, if you don't have anything nice to say, you don't say anything at all. And to officially join the motherhood, follow us on Instagram at themotherhood underscore moms. We always have ways to interact and we want to hear from you. Have a great week.